Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What is going on, everybody? John Pemba here, Mark Pitts. Welcome to the Better Baseball MLB DFS Playbook Podcast here. We are previewing Friday's 11-game main slate. Mark, this is a, a big one. We've had a couple of short slates over the last few days with the split slate days on Thursday uh, and Wednesday. Uh, but back at it, full 11 games here on the slate, maybe, because uh, there is some rain up on the East Coast here. Uh, three games showing us the little uh, rain symbols on the DraftKings board. So, could very well be an eight-game slate by the time it all comes down to it, but uh, we'll have all that wrapped up at the 5 o'clock live show. For now, this is our first look at 11 games, my friend. So how are we doing? Doing good. Excited for football. Cannot wait. Um, excited for the slate as well. I'm hoping we still get 11 games and we don't get that rain, but yeah, we'll that, would, that would be nice, uh, getting the player pool involved. A uh, couple of pitchers I know we're looking at on this slate and some matchups we'd like the target for sure. Before we do break into the DraftKings slate there, though, shout out to our friends at rtsports.com. Go to rtsports.com slash alarm, promo code alarm23. Scan the QR code on the screen there. New users get a 100% deposit match with their first deposit. Uh, Mark, taking a look again at this DraftKings main slate here. Uh, again, 11 games on the board. Pitching-wise, got only two starters on an 11-game slate over 9K. So that, that may... That may speak volumes to what we're going to be looking at here on this slate. Anyways, uh, Blake Snell against Houston at 10-8. Kodai Senga on the road against Minnesota at 10-K. We do have Jordan Montgomery at home against Oakland at 94. Kyle Bradish on the road against Boston at 92. And Kyle Harrison at home against Colorado at 9-K. Uh, Jordan Montgomery likely going to be chalky. Any pitcher that goes against Oakland seems to get the uh, high roster ship here. Uh, but given the other matchups we have on the board, do you find yourself gravitating to any other starter above 9K? Uh, 100% it's going to be Kodai Senga. I mean, this is the God matchup. He gets the Twins who strike out more than any other team. And he is a strikeout artist. He's got uh, double digits in his last two games, 12 and 10. And he has absolutely the ability to have another 12 strikeout game oh, yeah. in this matchup. 100%. Minnesota, again, they do two things. They hit home runs and they strike out. So Kodai Senga can keep the ball in the yard, something he's done a very good job at uh, this season, just 13 home runs a lot in his 25 starts. Uh, and for a while there, we were you know really harping on the home road splits for Kodai Senga, but the weigh numbers, they're starting to come down. He's starting to figure it out a little bit. Uh, walks are still kind of a problem for him, which can be trouble when you face a team that can hit some home runs. You walk a guy, next thing you know, it's a two-run bomb, but uh, he, his ability to get swings and misses on his pitches are, are pretty elite. So uh, I'm in agreement with you. I'm not going to go Blake Snell against Houston. They've just been murdering absolutely everybody. Uh, so that feels like a no-fly zone to me. I do think Kyle Harrison's pretty impressive. Again, he's one of the top pitching prospects in San Francisco's organization. You know, He gave up four home runs against San Diego. Kind of a tough draw, but Colorado uh, away from Coors gets a lefty spot here. Uh, Harrison, to me, I do find appealing. I like that the last two starts also, 91 pitches means they'll give him the ability to go deep. He already has an 11 strikeout game on his ledger too. So uh, for me in this 9K and above range, I'm keying in on Senga, Montgomery, and Harris for me. Yeah, not to mention Colorado just gets obliterated by left-handed pitching. So yeah. I love that spot. Um, this interesting game, the, the Cleveland-LA game, I yeah. liked Griffin Canning. And I think he got moved to this slate. Um, he did, yeah. They called up Daniel uh, Davis Daniel uh, for the Thursday slate from AAA, or from high A, actually, uh, to pitch. And they bumped Griffin Canning because we were all in on Griffin Canning for Thursday. So nothing's changed for me when it comes to Griffin Canning on Friday. Yeah, and if 
if uh, Otani's still out, I mean, Logan Allen hasn't been great. He's been okay. But I, I don't have a problem with taking either side of this game. Yeah, I mean, obviously attacking Cleveland's been, been a strong play. They do have Josh Naylor back in their lineup, a guy that was on pace to lead the league in RBIs. But uh, still, Canning's been pretty good uh, for L.A. here for a little bit. Uh, James Ronnie loves Yuri Perez. Uh, tough spot for me with him, though. I know he you know, struggled a little bit against Washington. I don't want to go up against Philly right now uh, in that lineup, even though Yuri Perez does have some uh, nice potential. You have Hunter Brown against San Diego. Not sure I like that one too much. Uh, Kikuchi against KC could be a spot. Uh, you say Kikuchi here, the last 10 games, 293 ERA. Uh, tough outing against Colorado in cores. Uh, six runs allowed, only two earned, kind of drew up the pitch count. But uh, he was pitching the ball pretty well before that. Uh, we know Kansas City's recent struggles. So uh, could go Kikuchi at 82. Yeah, I also don't mind uh, Bryce Elder. Um, they got Pittsburgh. So, I mean, yeah. he's got built-in win equity because he's on the Braves. So, I mean, <laughs> he certainly does. Yeah. He's been decent. He's got, uh, he had a bad game against Colorado, but it was in Force Field. So, what are you going to do? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't mind. He doesn't strike out a ton of guys, but he, he tends to limit the damage. He doesn't, uh, you know, which is good for a guy that walks some people. So, I don't, I definitely don't, I uh, hate that. He is going up against Keller. Um, you know, Keller's been very good. It would be surprising to see him pitch well, uh, against Atlanta here. So, not going to touch that one. Uh, I've been pitching a lot of Sanchez this season, but Miami hits lefties really well. But I got to get your opinion here. No Jorge Soler now because he's on IL. That's a guy that's been their best hitter against lefties. Does that matchup make Sanchez any more appealing for you, or is it still just a fade because of how they perform as a team? No, I could get there. Um, I don't think he's like a locked in SP2, but uh, I do like the spot. Um, he, he has 20 points in a game, you know, two games ago. Yeah. Um, he could he's had it twice in the last uh, six seven um yeah, yeah i mean I, I could i could get there uh, and then i gotta ask you because there's really not much else down here but uh two of the last three starts for louis severino has been pretty good i uh, got hit by houston but again everybody's getting hit by houston shut out detroit over seven innings eight k's shut out washington over six and two thirds in that game home against milwaukee here do you, do you give any thought to louis severino here uh, I give zero point okay. zero percent thought. Okay, he he has the talent, like he can do it. But lefties have been ac- absolutely spoking him this year. He's allowing uh, where is it uh, a four thirty woba and a six thirty slug to lefties on the year. So so you're you're worried about uh, Christian Yelich and Sal Freelich and uh, Carlos Santana and you know the other four Joey Weimer. Yeah, you know, the other four to five lefties and they'll throw at him. Any one of them could take him yard. And I would agree in, with you. And they're in Yankee Stadium. That right. lefty power in Yankee Stadium, short porch and right, plays plays nicely. I, I would agree with you. Not not really interested in Severino, but uh, encourage at least a two of the last three starts. Maybe he is starting to turn it around. Any other starting pitchers for you on the slate? That's that's really it. I I don't think I'll get much below uh, Sanchez there. Yeah, not, I I would agree with you. Uh, not too not too many great matchups here uh, for the rest of the slate. Um, I mean, if you Colin Ray, we've talked about Yankees against righties, but he's just been getting you know killed. So uh, it doesn't doesn't feel like a, a risk spot. That game also has a little rain. So does LA Washington and Miami Philadelphia. So again, we'll have to get the forecast uh, as we go across. Uh, when it comes to some of these top price hitters on the infield, uh, Mark, when we're 
again, looking at the matchups, trying to figure out where we want to go, who we want to target. Uh, what sticks out to you on this slate for the infield? I mean, it's not uh, Patrick Corbin day, but it is Dallas Keuchel day. It is. Yes. So we have basically a repeat of three slates ago. So uh, I'm all in on uh, Pete Alonso, uh, Lindor. I mean, you could play both of them. Yes, yeah, um, uh, for sure. Uh, both of them homered for us on Patrick Corbin day, though. Alonso didn't did. homer off of Corbin. He still got there for us. Still did it. He he hit one to the warning track, so he he, he almost had two. But yeah, yeah, I agree with you 100. Uh, percent Love the Mets here again uh, for this slate. It's a, it's a really great op, uh, option for them. Uh, uh, Mookie gets sorry. another lefty. So if the if if the game in Washington plays, we just talked about Mookie's numbers on the Thursday slate because of Braxton Garrett, a 400 isolated power, a 700 slugging percentage, a wOBA over 400. I mean, Mackenzie Gore's gonna have his hands full with Mookie Betts here, but so is Blake Snell. Blake Snell's got to deal with Jose Altuve, who had three home runs the other night. Jose, all five foot four of Jose Altuve uh, had three home runs. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm in there as well. Yeah, he's in a really, really bad spot. I don't know if he knows it yet, but he's he's in some trouble. Um, and then I want to say, as good as, uh, you know, Mitch Keller seemed to turn things around. He's been really good of late, but, you know, we know on the season lefties have been crushing him, so... It's might not be the best spot, but Matt Olson, I mean, he's got what 46 home runs. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Can always Easy, play. Uh, always always in play. Uh, at third base, I like Gunnar Henderson again. As much as Tanner Howe shows promise, he tends to fall apart at points in games. Uh, so you could go there. Uh, if you are not a Kodai Stenger believer, uh, Royce Lewis may hit a grand slam because why not? He hasn't <laughs> hit one in a couple days. Yeah. Uh, so he's always uh, viable to to hit a grand slam. He had two grand slams and 10 RBIs and a two game stretch there. Uh, three grand slams in like a two week span. So I uh, could certainly find your way to, to Royce Lewis here. And then of shortstop, you know, Corey Seager, Bobby Witt. Uh, if Trey Turner's off paternity leave, you could probably give him a look. Um, you know, Lindor, as you mentioned at 48, CJ Abrams is at 48. Uh, uh, what a big slate like this is a lot of spend ups in the infield. Yeah, and uh, I'll throw a semi in out there as well. I mean, if I, I probably just go bets if I'm going to pay up. Sure. But he's got he just he's come off a two home run game. Uh, he had a stolen base. Um, and Blackburn, he's okay, but I still have some yeah. interest there. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. Uh, as we work sort of our, our way across here, some value in mid tier plays. Brandon Drury gets a lefty, and Logan Allen at forty four hundred dollars uh, historically hits lefties well. Amad Rosario's at four K, another guy that historically hits uh, lefties. Pretty well. We've talked to Mario there, $3,200, a switch hitter, uh, help us spend up for, um, you know, the the uh, Alonzo and Lindor stack that we're looking to get to. So uh, plenty of good value. And Manuel Valdez for the Red Sox also homered the other day, has hits in four straight. He's 3K, uh, gets Kyle Bradish there. So uh, a lot of interesting value at second or guys that have second shortstop eligibility. Yeah, not to mention, I like uh, Ryan O'Hearn over at first. Yes. Hauk, uh, Hook, however you say it. Turner Hauk. Turner Hauk, yeah. Uh, I had his numbers up. And I can't find them. He's been pretty inconsistent this year. It was lefties that have been getting to him. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I misplaced it. I had it somewhere. But he's a lefty, so just like Gunner, uh, I like that spot. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, if you want to go over to catcher uh, and you're not in on Kikuchi, Freddie Furman does hit lefties pretty well. Uh, he's $3,500. Uh, Francisco Alvarez, you know, when we played the, the Lindor, uh, Alonzo stack, it was actually Francisco Alvarez that had the night of his life. 34 fantasy points. He even stole a base, 
in that game against Washington. So, uh, you know, Alvarez at $3,600 uh, could be the spot. You mentioned the Hauk numbers against lefties, 549 slug, 376 weighted on base percentage, 2.3 home runs per nine allowed by Tanner Hauk, the lefty. So you're looking at this Baltimore lineup and some of the lefties that will be in that lineup. Uh, O'Hearn certainly checks that box. Gunnar Henderson, as I mentioned, checks that box. Allie Rutschman will hit left-handed against him, uh, looking to spend all the way up the catcher. So uh, some pretty good options here at the infield, trying to see if we missed him any, any other values. Oh, yeah, Sedan Raffaella, if they do put him in the lineup, there's been some cries to kind of get him more consistent playing time. Uh, had a pinch hit double the other day, had three yeah, hits. They, they let him uh, off, didn't they? I think they let yeah, him off yesterday. Yeah, they let him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, could certainly be in a spot here uh, if, you've, if they do commit to playing him a little bit more as one of their top prospects at $2,800 feels pretty good as a value option as well. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, any other infielders for you? Uh, it's really the main ones I've been looking at. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm kind of scrolling through here. Again, such a big slate. We'll probably have to wait and see when lineups come out if anybody – uh, new is kind of in or starting uh, to see where we're going. I know um, that Colby Conway's been big on, on Logan Chennault lately. We have Garrett Cooper down here um, for some value as well. So it's just some more guys to maybe uh, take a peek at as we move across. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Wilmer Flores gets a lefty. So. Yes, Wilmer love, Flores. Love great call out. What's his price tag at? Wilmer's uh, 39. 39. Oh, yeah. yeah, love that against Ty Block. Uh, good call on Wilmer Flores there. Uh, outfielders, uh, Acuna, Betts, Judge, Jordan, Tati. Like we always say, find your stack. These are the best hitters. Figure out which way you want to go with it. Uh, not going to tell you no on any of them. Maybe I don't play Tatis. Maybe. Like that's. I mean, maybe. He's still really good, but like maybe that's why I don't have to. I don't know. Yeah, even Schwarber. Schwarber's got. He's got what is it? Three home more runs homers and singles this year. Does Kyle Schwarber? Yeah, but literally every other game he's got a home run. He's got 40, 41 homers and ninety RBIs. Guys hitting one ninety five. So <laughs> like, it's uh, pretty wild. But yeah, a lot of power against Yuri Perez there. You mentioned the, the Severino numbers against lefties. Christian Yelich is at fifty four hundred dollars. Yep, love that spot. Uh, uh, Adam Duvall keeps mashing forty eight hundred bucks for him. Uh, green light special. Uh, we don't talk much Toronto, but Alec Marsh is really starting to fall apart so maybe Springer, Varsho, Vladdy, you know those guys when we come into getting into play. Mullins is a lefty against Hauk yep. uh, in the middle of that lineup so some options for you. Santander uh, yep. 45 probably going to yep. crush. Chaz will get Schnell. Uh, Freelix 42. Rangifo versus a lefty. Again we didn't mention at shortstop but Rangifo balling out um, and he has that multi-position eligibility. Jason Dominguez is 41. You had him as the cover of your value vault the other day, and he homered, so a good on you for that call-out. Oh, yeah, he smashed it. Uh, Nimmo? I think, I think Nimmo, he's got two home runs. Yeah, I think that was in the Corbin game. I think he hit yeah. one off Corbin. So even lefty on lefty, he was fine. If you're stacking Mets, I mean, I don't I don't hate it. Keuchel is not very good. No, Keuchel is less than very good. He's very bad, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, some value guys down here. Let's see. Uh, again, mentioned Varsho. Richard gets a lefty at 34. O'Hearn has the multi-position eligibility. Chris Taylor is 33. I mean, you could probably play Pirates lefties. I mean, Elder, he's not striking guys out. So, Sawinski, you, you could throw in there. Uh, Colby Taylor. nailed the, the Nelson Velasquez homer the other day. He's homered in three straight games now. 
Wow. Uh, a guy that hits lefties really well. Again, if you're not in on Kikuchi, you struggled a little bit over the last three starts. Nelson Velasquez could fit some Royals plays or even a one-off play for Nelson Velasquez here. And they barely touched his price. I like that. 31. Yeah, know, 32 still, is nice. They just forgot he he forgot he he's a man. He forgot he's <laughs> yeah. just, you know, like uh let's see here. Uh Kermeyer's 3K. Um uh, Wilder, Wilder, he's in the lineup. Yeah. yeah. Wilder looks pretty good. Uh, we mentioned uh, Oliveira is another one, another righty. Um, homered again. Uh, three homers in three games now for Edward Oliveira. So uh, maybe sneaky Royals. <laughs> They've been bad lately. Maybe some sneaky Royals um, you know, plays here against Kikuchi. Could be no one game. plays them. I mean, when you stack them, you got them at like 4%. I know. So I when know. they go off, you're, you're in a good spot. Because they're officially the worst team in baseball. So... <laughs> Yeah, no. So, of course, we're playing them. <laughs> we're playing them every every slate. <laughs> every slate. Uh, Kevin Biggio's 27. Just got to give my hat tip in case he does play or not because I will play him if that's the case. That's uh, right. And that looks to be it for the outfield slate. Let's build a lineup here, Mark. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, we Senga. Yeah, Senga. And what was our, what was our mid-tier? Do we have a, a strong conviction on a mid-tier play? Uh, not really, right? We kind of like Griffin we, Canning I mean, or Kyle Harrison. Yeah. Where we're going. I mean, who has a higher ceiling? Canning? Uh, Harrison has Canning's a... shown him more, but I think it's Harrison, honestly. Like, if he um, can strike out 11 guys, he can probably strike out 11 Rockies who strike out more than anyone to left anything. Yeah, and Kai Black kind of sucks, so I kind of trust San Francisco to win that game. So that gives us 387, though, so we're going to need to find some value. We, we know we have Luciano here. Uh, if I can ever once spell his name correctly on the first try, which I can't. Uh, he is Marushi. That's why it's Marushio. 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 Luciano's the Giants. Yeah, that sounds right. That the sounds right. Uh, they bumped Jason's price up. We oh, we wanted Nelson. That's what we, I think. We were sneaky, sneaky going Royals here, right? Oh yeah, Nelson thirty-two. Um, I do. I do want some lefties. Alvarez. Some Brewers lefties. You want some Brewers lefties? I mean, we don't have to go full. We can just do a mini stack, but. Okay, maybe Sal Freilich then. Yeah, what's he at? Forty-two. Oof. Hasn't been very good. What's Carlos Santana at these days? Carlos Santana. I think he's thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Yeah, he's been hitting a lot better. I can I can rock some Carlos Santana for you. Thirty-eight. Uh, Ryan O'Hearn, we like. He has outfield eligibility. Play him at thirty-three hundred dollars. Uh, we'll go our way up. If we're gonna play him, we should play Gunner as well. Play Gunner. Yeah, I would agree. Gunner. You can play me third. Gunner third. Four K. Where we don't have enough. I, mean, I guess we we plug him, Keiko, and Alvarez will give us our Keiko day Keiko day plays. Yeah, that works. Where's, where's Francisco? He's thirty six. Okay, so we got Lindor and Alvarez, thirty seven hundred dollars to finish off the outfield lineup here. Um, let's see. Um, not a lot down Shit. here. Not, not a lot down here. Um, let's see. Where could we move? What if we did? All right, let's see. I mean, we can, let's go yeah. Ahern to first. Ahern to first. What would Yelich give us? Yelich gives us 2,100, but Freilich gave us 33. That really didn't do much for us there. Uh, Chris Taylor is fine. Taylor's fine. Yeah, I agree with you. 
And so uh, I mean, it's one off. There is he. There he is. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. I can get behind that play. Uh, so we got our Baltimore Mets stack there. Um, Alvarez, Mauricio, and Lindor, Gunnar Henderson, Ryan O'Hearn for Baltimore. Uh, Velasquez, Freelick, and Taylor as one-offs. And then Kyle Harrison, Kodak Senga as a double spend-up and pitcher. Uh, again, look here. First look at 11 games on the Friday. Uh, myself and Dan Server Divi will be back live at 5 o'clock Eastern time to break it all down for you. Get us on Twitter. Get in the Discord if you're looking for us here. Uh, good luck, everybody, with your initial roster builds, and we will catch you all later.